May I have your attention, please? Worship will be starting in one minute. Please take this opportunity to prepare your hearts for worship and to be seated. And don't forget to put your cell phones on silent.
Amen, amen, amen. Our scripture reading this morning, go with me to the book of Acts, uh, the 18th chapter of Acts. Begin at verse 24. That's Acts chapter 18. Begin at verse 24. When you have it, if you're able, please stand and say amen. amen. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew, who knew the scriptures well, who arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about, about Jesus with enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. Apollos had been thinking about going to Achaia, and the brothers and sisters in Ephesus encouraged him to go. They wrote to the believers in Achaia and asking them to welcome him. When he arrived there, he proved to be of great benefit to those who by God's grace had believed. He refuted the Jews with powerful arguments in public debate. Using the scriptures, he explained to them that Jesus was the Messiah. That is the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. We'll now have prayer. Bow your heads, please. My God, my Lord, my Heavenly Father, Father God, first of all, I just want to thank you for allowing your son Jesus to come down and save sinners of this world, Father God, and set us All right. free, All right. put our feet on a solid foundation, and being able to praise a holy God like you, Father God. Father God, we just want to thank you for this day, Father God. Thank you for being the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, alive, a living, true God. A God you said you'd never leave us, you said you'd never forsake us, you said you always keep us in the palm of your hands, where no devil can pluck us out. All right. We just want to praise you today, Father God, and yes. lift you up, Father God, and just say thank you, thank you, thank you for being so good to us one more day, Father God. Thank you for this Sunday, Father God, that you have blessed us with, Father God. You allowed us to get to, to, to drive up and down the dangerous highways safe, out of harm's ways. You protected us from all harm and dangers. Thank you for being such a loving God, such a true God. Father God, just to know, Father God, that I trust you, Father God, for everything I do. I love you, Father God, for being so good to us, Father God. And I continue to, to hold on to your unchanging hands, Father God. Thank you for your holy Bible, Father God, where we can continue to study and learn about you, Father God, the things that you want us to do and want us to have. Father God, bless our families, Father God. Bless the youth. Bless our um, kids and our uh, young people's Father God. Bless us, Father God, to continue to look to the hill which come in our help. All our help come from you, Father. You're a good God, Father God. You're a doctor in the sick room, Father God. You're a lawyer in the courtroom. You're a mother to the motherless. 
You're a father to the fatherless. You are all we need, Father. And I just want to say I love you, Father God. And I need you, Father God. And I wouldn't put no other God before you, Father God. Father God, we just want to, again, lift up our pastor, Wayne McCullough. Continue to strengthen him where he's weak. Bless him continue to preach your gospel to your peoples, Father God, on what thus said the Lord. Bless our church as a whole, Father God. The deacon board, the, the, um, the laymen of the church, the urshers. Bless the choir, Father God, to sing your holy praises today, Father God. Most of all, just want to continue, Father God, to lift you up. Father God, we just want to bless you, Father God, being able to honor this baptism today, Father God. We want to do everything that's pleasing to you, Father God, as this little one go into the water, Father God. Bless us to um, embrace him, Father God, and bring right, him up, right. Father God. And bless us to walk the walk, Father God. And bless him, let, let him know, Father God, that we serve a live and a living God, Father God. And Father God, bless us to continue to promise, Father God, that we'll lead him and guide him, Father God, in the right directions, Father God, to be a godly person in everything they do, Father God. Right, in the name right. of Jesus, Father yes. God, we just want to say we love you, we need you, and we wouldn't put no other God before you. Amen. 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 Amen.
Just can't tell it all. Just can't tell it all. 
let it all out. Pick me up when I was down. So good. Hey, hey. So good, so good, so good. I was lost, but now I'm found. So good. Oh, Lord. So good. Oh, he's been. So good, so good, so good. Just couldn't tell you enough. When I thought I was cold, he stepped right in. For oh, he's been so good. Just can't tell it. Just can't tell it. So good. Just can't tell it. So good, so good, so good, so good, so good, so good. If I had a thousand, still couldn't tell you enough. If I had a thousand, so good, so good, so good, so good. So good, so good, so good, oh Lord, so good, yes you be.
God. I trust and lean on nobody but God. If y'all don't understand what just took place in that water, it'll catch you on the way home. I will tell you this. I thank God that we have the modern technology in this house that we have. I wasn't physically here last Sunday, but I was here with you all in spirit because I could be connected online. So I was able to witness when that young boy walked up here last Sunday. And when I tell you I wanted to shout where I was, I really couldn't because where I was, I'm like, girl, we about to light you up. I thank God for those things. See, we, take, we, tend, we tend to take things for granted where other people wish they had that opportunity. So when we have an opportunity here to be at this service, whether you at home, online, watching, I thank God that he allowed that modern technology to be in place. There are people who are sick and shut in who, because of the technology, they can still be connected to this house. They can still get the word. They can still feel like they're part of the family. Because see, when you're not here, and I've been there, you feel somewhat of a disconnect. It's not like being in the house of the Lord. It's nothing like fellowshipping one with another. That way you can get that physical touch. Whew. I thank God that he is that kind of a God. Scripture for offering this morning. We come out of Galatians chapter 6. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 6. I'll be reading verse number 9. And 10. I will be reading this morning from the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. So mine may read a little bit different than yours. Once again, that's Galatians chapter 6. I'll be starting at verse number 9. If you've got to say amen. amen. We ask that all of those that are able to stand and give reference to God's holy and divine word, you do so on behalf of him, for he alone is worthy. And it reads as follows. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap our... Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. At just the right time, we will reap our harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone especially to those in the family of faith. I read for you here in this morning, Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy word. That was the word of God for the people of God. And people said, Amen. Amen. Father God, I come as humbly as know how, I know how. We come as humbly as we know how. Before your throne of grace and mercy. But first, Father God, we say, forgive us for those things that we have done knowingly and unknowingly that have brought reproach against your will and against your way, Father God. We don't want anything to hinder our praise or block you blessing us, Father God. So forgive us, Father God. Cast those things as far as the east is from the west. We thank you, Father God, that you breathe your breath of life into our lifeless bodies on today, Father God. And you said, rise up, my child. So for that, we say thank you, Father God. We love you, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, I pray that you take these tithes and these offerings, Father God, and you use them how you see fit to continue to build your kingdom right here at 1613 West Main Street, Limestone Missionary Baptist Church. We thank you, Father God, that you allowed us to hold on to it for just a little while. And, Lord, I'm not talking about just anything monetarily, Father God, but those things that you have put within us, Father God, 
to glorify and edify you and you alone, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, God. They're yours, Father God. We are yours, Father God. Use us, Father God. But if we get in your way, move us out of the way, Father God. We don't want to block anybody or make anybody be stumbling, Father God, because of us. We want your way to be the way, Father God. You are the way, the truth, and the life, Father God. For that we say thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Father God. We'll put no other God before you. It is in the mighty name of Jesus. I do pray and ask it all. Amen. Amen. You can continue to pour into this household of faith by giving by cash out, PayPal. You can bring it to here, 1613 West Main Street, or you can mail it. We thank God for your giving. Amen.
What is God to you? The songwriter was giving his testimony for who God is to him. It's essential that every person be able to testify about who God is to you. Somebody might say that he's been my bridge over troubled water. Some may say that he's been my shelter in the time of storm. Some may even refer to him that he is my umbrella that is better than the insurance that you can take out. He's a God that never leaves me and God never forsakes me. He's a God that tells me that I am his child and that's all that matters. How many of you love the Lord in this place? God is 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 my all and a hand clap of praise in this place if you know who he is you ought to act like it tell him that he's worthy of all the praise all of the glory all of the honor y'all ought to listen you you do better that than that in the titan games let me hear you give god praise in this house y'all being cute with me i need somebody to get ugly for jesus Somebody ain't worried about anybody looking at him and concerned about how I look. But if you're going to get tore up, we need, some, we need some praises to go up because when the praises go up, then the blessings will come down. Do I have anybody in this house that want to praise the Lord today? Nah. Somebody ought to call on his holy name, the name of Jesus, the lily of the valley, the bright and the morning star, the wheel in the middle of the wheel, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, set up from everlasting to everlasting I don't know about you but I come to praise his name into his gaze with thanksgiving and his course with praise I can't hear you 
can't hear you. I can't hear you. You can't tell me you can't. You got. I gotta quit. Cause see, Titans is through praying. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Let's pray. I'm going to get out of your way. Father God, we give thanks this day for your grace and your mercy. You are all that we need. You are the great I am. Now, Father, we ask that you would send us a word from heaven at this moment that we might know who you are even more that you will reveal yourself to us that you will fill this place that we call our home and we call our place of worship and our spirit be in it Lord God I am your servant and I confess that I can do nothing without you but with you I pray to do all things now hide me behind your cross and lay me at your feet. Consume me by your spirit. And we pray, Lord God, that your will will be done as I increase, you decrease. Now have your way. Let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are grateful in this house. Lord, I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. I'm so grateful. How you woke me up. How you started me on my way. And that's why I'm grateful. That's why I'm so grateful.
so kind, turn with me to Matthew, the church, third chapter, chapter three. And for your edification, I want you to know that I will attempt to speak on the entire chapter, but I want to just lift a few scriptures out of that chapter, beginning with, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, beginning with the 13th verse. <clears throat> if you are there for those that are able to stand, we ask you to stand with us in honor of God's holy word. Are you there? I'll be reading from the New Living's translation this morning. It says, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, It should be done. For we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and setting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me glory. The word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. You may be seated. In the time in the age of the Old Testament, and even in the time in the age of today, there seems to be a need for the world to see signs and wonders that God is whom he is and because we have difficulty in believing that which we can't touch or we can't feel or we have to have signs and wonders and that's what I want to talk to you about today is that signs and wonders when you look at the entirety of this particular chapter, you will recognize swiftly that the beginning of the chapter addresses the fact that someone was sent before Jesus Christ to be the announcer, the ambassador of the righteousness of the one that would come. His name was John. John dressed in a very peculiar way and uh, he had a peculiar diet he consumed things that were probably not traditional for most of us and one of the things that I have pondered on because I have attempted to forsake some of this 
that I've been exposed to, but it wouldn't leave me. I kept having thoughts about how Jesus came to be baptized by John. And so I found myself wondering, get it? Wondering, was this a sign? Was this a means by which we are communicated to today about where God is bringing us from? And so when I think about John, I, I think about the fact that if he was a voice crying out in the wilderness, he was not only a sign, but I wonder why was John chosen? Because this, I've come to know that this life of preaching and teaching, which all of you are preachers, if you didn't know it, because all of you have a testimony for what God has done in your life. Now, some people are reluctant to pass it on, to, to tell about it. Some people may be ashamed or embarrassed, but sooner or later you will confess who Jesus Christ is in your life. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. You see, I think that if Jesus had just come into the world through the birth of Mary and had never had an introduction to the world, I'm not so certain how many people would have bought the timing of the circumstances. God knew that he had to create a pathway. He had to create an awareness and knowledge of people to get curious about what was transpiring. For if you read the Old Testament, you will find that the Messiah was talked about in the Old Testament. But time, so much time had passed. That for Jesus just to come into the world unannounced by John, if you will. People may have just brushed it off. Well, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like people brush it off today. <laughs> No matter how much we talk about Christ, people brush it off. The thing that I believe that caught the attention of people, and this is one of the things that I want you to examine yourself for, is that John was peculiar. He dressed peculiar. He ate peculiar, and the message that he had was peculiar. The Bible tells me that anyone that really is a child of God ought to be a peculiar people. How peculiar are you? Do people call you weird? People think that you out there? This, 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 maybe I'll come in your house right now. People call you a Jesus freak? Some of the greatest compliments that they could ever give you is when they talk about how you have a love for God. How you speak about God. And how you walk God. Signs and wonders. I wonder, I wonder. K. 
Camden went into the water today. Some people may say that, Camden, you're too young. You don't know what you're doing. I suggest to you, we got some people that are very old that don't know what they're doing. You know, I've, I've pondered on this on numerous occasions and God has brought this to me. Jesus was baptized by John, but do you realize that Jesus didn't have a need to be baptized? He was already without sin. He was already perfect. So then why, why the baptism, the baptism was as a sign to help people to know the will and the way of God. Well, Pastor, I know what you're saying in, in that regard, but he's still young. Well, I, I, I think that the Bible tells me that in Acts chapter 18, there was a man by the name of Apollos. Y'all remember him? Apollos was teaching and preaching about Jesus Christ. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, who had been more acquainted with the gospel, they took him aside and taught him what he needed to know. Why do you bring that up, Pastor? Because I don't care what age you are. Somebody needs to be a voice crying out in the wilderness to you. Therefore, I commission everybody that is in this house that is a child of God that you should not ever quit crying out that God is. You need to tell somebody, I don't care how old they are. As a matter of fact, the younger they are. Have you ever heard me say this? God has caused us to look for a generation that has known him from birth. And if God is going to know a generation from birth, that means that age is no requirement. Some of y'all looking at me like I'm crazy, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I took signs and wonders. I suggest to you that you have seen a sign today. A little child went into the water. And Isaiah tells us that they shall be led. Matthew in the 18th verse, I believe it is, he tells us that uh, except to be as this little one we cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven God needs children to follow him he don't need people that hard headed already got their mind made up don't want to do nothing won't listen to nothing know it their way and gonna do it their way signs and wonders have you ever heard that if Jesus, this is me talking, I'll, I'll say that for you. If Jesus was baptized because he wanted to be obedient to the Father, and it's a sign to you that there are things that he encourages us to do 
and we need to do them freely on our own will. In other words, you have to make a choice about who you are going to serve. Signs and wonders. Since we know that Jesus didn't have any need to be baptized, well, there's an old myth. There's a lot of controversy and discussion is going around the world. Some people think that, well, if I get baptized every time, everything's going to be okay. But I suggest to you, if you go in a wet devil, you're going to come out a dry devil. Wet, dry, whatever. You're just going to come out of the devil. So then, what is significant or what is important is, is that the change that occurs in you and why you went into the water. Out of obedience, you go into the water. You are trying to convey that who your loyalty, who your obedience belongs to. Jesus said, if any man is going to follow me, he must first deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. Can I, can I give you this? This is going to mess you up. What would happen to the world if children grew up knowing God was their source, was their supply, and they worshiped God from the moment they were conceived? Would the world be a better place maybe? The, the reverse of that is this. They are birth. They grow up, and when they're 21, they still have not confessed Christ. You know, one thing about it is, is that if you want habits, they tell me it takes 21 days to create a habit. The older you get, the farther away you get from Christ. It becomes more difficult for you to deny yourself sometimes and take up the cross and follow Christ. What am I campaigning for? I'm not campaigning for president or a political office. I'm campaigning for you to be a witness for Christ. I want you to be a sign to tell somebody that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I'm not asking you that you be a scholar on the word of God. I just want you to be able to tell somebody the Lord made a difference in my life. Has he made a difference in anybody's life here? Y'all looking at me and, 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 and all I know is that if he's made a difference in your life, then this is what the Bible said. The Redeemer of the Lord ought to... Continuing on this text. Jesus was given an introduction by John. He said he was a voice crying in the wilderness. And the wilderness is obviously the, the area, the place, the individual that does not know 
the purpose of Jesus Christ in life. Did you realize that Jesus Christ is your life giver? In John 1, he says that he created everything and nothing was created without him. So you, you, you got to understand that you need to come by Jesus to get to the... There's a lot of people that are talking about they're going to go to heaven. But I got to tell you, except that you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he died and rose from the dead, and you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. <laughs> Signs and wonder. So I wonder, I wonder, I wonder why Jesus left me here. Maybe I would have been better off and wouldn't have the opportunity to mess up. Yeah, yeah, I said that. I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm, I hadn't got there. I'm not like some of the perfect people in the world. I still got some rough places and some edges that need to be shaved off. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm talking to the, to the walls, but I, I just need to know, am I, all, am I all alone by myself in here that, that even though I know Christ, I realize that it takes me being under the influence of the Spirit to do what is right in His sight. Has there anybody ever messed up since they fessed up? Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. Is there anybody in this house that's ever messed up since they fessed up? No, 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 don't make me don't make me call you out because every one of you know you done messed up you know good and well that you done stop it stop it because some of the thoughts you having right now ain't clean I know you talking about boy if I could get my hands on him I'd knock him out can I get a witness yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. I can, I can see some of the faces. They look, what in the world is he talking about? I'm talking about me. I'm talking about you. Yeah. But here's the good news. Is that God loves us so much that a sign that he has is to give us love in spite of. And here's what he said. When we were yet sinners. When we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Now, listen, some people will tell you that they love you. Oh, I love you. And will turn around and stab you in your back before you can even get turned around. Real love is not about words. It's not about emotion. Real love is when somebody slaps you on one cheek, you turn the other. Because you're more concerned about them coming into the principle of knowing Christ than you are about who you are. Now that's weird. That's, that's, that's way out there. But, but I got to tell you, some people might say that Jesus was weird. He was just a man that was trying to do good things, but he still was weird. How could he love somebody when they cuss him out? 
when they called him everything except a child of God. And he loved them anyway. How could he do that? How, how, how would he go to be baptized to give the inspiration to people to understand that all must confess him? I have another thing that I need to tell you. I don't care how many times you go in the water. The water is not going to save you. Can I say that one more time? Water is not going to save you. Because if it was true, then we would be in a terrible situation and circumstances for those that are on their deathbed and who have never yet confessed Christ, but they came to their senses and they said, I believe. Flesh and blood will not enter into the kingdom of God, but only the blood of Jesus will make you acceptable in your entry into heaven. Signs and wonders. Jesus gave a sign to the world of the course by which they should take to honor God. Jesus stood before man and he took a lot of things and yet he displayed love. Signs and wonders. It would be a sign today that you've been changed when you love people in spite of. It would be a sign today when you still pray for people who won't pray for you. It would be a sign that you would do miracles even greater than that which you thought you could do by allowing yourself to be a vessel for the kingdom of God. Signs and wonders. Maybe you were a sign for somebody. How's that, Pastor? Well, maybe because how you dealt with a circumstance or a situation either sent a bad signal or a good signal. When they thought you were going to speak them out, give them a piece of your mind, you held on to your peace of mind and you didn't speak them out, you love them in spite of. That has to be the love of Jesus Christ because let's be real. You ain't going to love somebody slapping you on your face. You ain't going to love somebody that's going to kick your tail. Excuse me. Unless you have Jesus Christ. Signs and wonders. Here's the thing that was most important to me that I heard and seen. If you pay attention to this text, if you look after Jesus had been baptized, that the Holy Spirit came upon him. God descended like a dove and was telling the world, this is my son who I am well proud of. I suggest to you that one of the challenges that all of us face is being able to acknowledge that we belong to God because the way we treat others will give a great reflection of who we belong to.
It's important that one of the signs that we show, display, and that we encourage is that we are eternal unto God, his servant. And that's why we do what we do. We are cheerful givers. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about that we give. We esteem others greater than we esteem ourselves. Because some people, all that they're worried about is them. There's a man that every time he goes to court and gets a, some kind of judgment against him, he puts a notice out there to everybody to come and go fund me. Now, I wonder who's he doing that for? It's important for you to understand that one of the signs that Jesus gave, and I'll give you these three, and I'll sit down. One of the signs he gave was faith. Another sign he gave was trust. Another sign he gave was pure and simple. If you noticed a while ago, I said to you, they should be led by a child. And except that you come as a child, you cannot enter in the kingdom of heaven. I believe that these characters exhibit what a child renders unto God. I believe he renders faith. He gives trust. I believe that he not only gives trust, but what he gives is pure. It hasn't been tainted by the world in totality. And the younger that we are, and the quicker we get, hear me, parents, you're not alone because I've been there. I, I'm, I'm going to talk from my, my mistakes because I hadn't always talked about Christ like I should. But how soon should you tell your children about Christ? How about when they are first conceived? How about when you know that you have become impregnated with a person, get impregnated with the word? Speak to them. And, and listen, don't think that the baby won't hear you. I dare you to talk to them. Because the Bible tells us if you train up a child in the way they should go, that when they grow old, they shall not what? Well, if, if we believe that, then we should practice what we believe. So one of the signs is faith. You walk by faith, not by sight, when you speak into your children's life. Can I ask you a question? Now, I don't know that you probably don't know uh, maybe how old you were when you got saved. Maybe your obituary might have to read at a young age. He came to Christ. But if you don't remember when, but you remember the circumstances, you remember the situation, you remember how you call upon the name of the Lord and you were saved, then you got a testimony. And it's a sign to give unto others to help them to navigate the waters of life. The waters of life can be tumultuous. They could be turbulent. 
the waters could be wavy they could be rough but you have got God so we come by faith and not by sight how many of you believe that God is a healer Now, I asked you that on purpose. I'm going to say it one more time. How many of you believe that God is a healer? I need to speak this into your life. Sometimes God heals in ways that we don't understand. But know that he said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. And Paul said it like this, to be absent in the body, to be present with the Lord. Can I ask you another question? Is there anybody in this house that want to see Jesus? Now, I'm not asking you, are you eager to leave here? But I am asking you to know that there's peace in Jesus Christ. While you're here on earth, there's peace in Jesus Christ. He's a way maker that makes a way out of no way. He's my all and my all. Can I get a witness up in this place? Y'all act like y'all don't know who I'm talking about. But I'm talking about that one that it makes everything all right yeah 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 <laughs> not only do I have faith in him but I trust him I've seen what he'll do because I've seen the signs I've seen him raise people off his sick bed I've seen him to cure cancer I've seen him to make a way out of no way I've seen him So I, after all that I've seen, I can walk by faith. Know that he will do what he said he will do. He will not be slacking anything. Has anybody got trouble in this house? Do you realize that when Jesus said, trouble don't last? Mm, that everything will be all right? How many of you understand the sign that Jesus gives us is that he is the way the truth and the life and that no man come to the father except by the son not only does he trust but he's pure in other words he had been messed up by the ways of this world we're fighting daily against the antics of this world how this world will do what's not acceptable in the sight of God and expect you to buy it and say it's okay but but when you can stand still you'll see the salvation of God you'll be able to see the sign that that if God be for you who can be against you yeah and it's simple it's simple it's simple if you have faith and you trust him and you 
give it to him in purity then it's simple because here's what the word says if you believe that he is the son of God that he died and rose from the dead you believe in your heart confess it with your mouth and you shall be saved as I come to the close I say this to you God is he's whatever you need him to be he's your shelter in the time of storm he is all that you need listen how did he how do I know that because I've heard that he displayed what he meant he allowed them to drag him through judgment hall the judgment hall to whip him and beat him to call him everything except the child of God but he said not a mumbling word when they got up Golgotha's heel they stretched him wide they nailed him in his hands they nailed him in his feet But I can imagine that Jesus was sitting there thinking, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I think the way we lift him up is that we ought to stand up for Jesus. We ought to live in a world today that we be not ashamed of the gospel, that we tell people that for God I live and for God I'll die. I think the way that we lift him up is that we say that I've been changed. I've been born again. They lifted Jesus on that cross. And he's been drawing ever since. For he was on the cross and he looked at the malefactors that were on beside him. And as they, one talked about him and ridiculed him. Another said, remember me when I come into thy kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise you know what that gives me hope it gives me hope because see if, if, if the malefactor didn't have to wait <laughs> if he stepped out and stepped in then I know that I can step out and step in also for what he's done for one he can do for all what, has God done anything for you has he made a way out of no way has he been what you need in your time of trouble Nah, y'all ain't y'all don't know who I'm talking about, honestly. Let me let me say it one more time. He was on the cross. And he said, It is finished. I'm so glad that he thought about me and you to be able to say, It is finished. It means that it's over all of the requirement that is necessary for us to be forgiven has been laid down. And now we stand before God showing the blood of Jesus Christ and that we are covered by the blood because we couldn't have gotten in on our own. But he didn't stop there. Another sign was that they put him in a barber tomb. He laid there all day. Friday 
He laid there all day Saturday. But early, y'all ain't hearing me. But early, I'm talking about before the noonday came. Early, has it been early in your life? Has it made a way out of nowhere? Is God all right with you? He got up with all power in heaven and earth in his hands. Ain't God all right? Ain't he a good God? And so he came to Camden and said, If you believe. <laughs> y'all ain't, ain't hear me today. Yeah, I need a sign. Somebody. I need a sign that you've been born again. Therefore, when you look at the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I live, the way I give, it ought to be a testimony unto Christ. How many are giving a testimony unto Christ? How many people are able to say, I am a child of the Most High God. If you belong to Jesus, you ought to let the Redeemer, the Lord, say so. Everybody that belongs to Jesus, will you stand on your feet? Will you give God praise? Say, there is none. He speak and it's done. He command and it's steadfast. God is the first and the last. He set up from everlasting to everlasting. In other words, there's no place you can go and hide. You gotta walk right up. You gotta confess yourself. I heard a songwriter say, is your name on high? Is your name on the road? Have you been baptized? <laughs> Did you hear the songwriter say, My name is on high. I've been baptized. My name is on the road. You ought to make your call and your election sure because he's holy. I am holy. I don't know what I can tell you other than if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I? and wonders I wonder who will understand that today is the day of salvation and tomorrow is promised to no man so whosoever will let him come doors of the church open if there be one here today that don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior uh, then now is your time if you're here you're watching online you can be saved right where you are all you have to do is confess it with your mouth believe it in your heart that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God and he said thou shalt be saved then I would just tell you, find a church home. We want to hear from you. But if you're in this house right now, and you've just lost your way. Jesus said, I'm married to the backslider. That he wants you to come. That he wants to make you whole again. The world is 
and saying a lot of bad things. But Jesus said to come to me, to lay all your burdens upon him that, that he will give you rest. As the choir sings, there'll be one today. Why don't you come? Why don't you come today? And there are none today. The Lord who at the church daily, such as shall be saved. Amen. I want you to understand the uh, what God has delivered, and that is the emphasis of only. I nor anyone can determine 
what your personal relationship is with God. So all you can do, all you should do, is just continue to tell and teach Christ and let everybody make their decision accordingly. That's all I want you to understand is that when the time is right, God will make it clear to them. Amen. Well, the time was right, I guess, for Camden. And standing beside me is Camden Kyrie James Gentry. He is, uh, I got to tell you that he has really actually been bugging us for a long time about coming to Christ. And me being as dumb as I am, I kept saying, you need to talk to your parents because I'll be honest, I don't take this lightly. And just particularly with children, I want them to know what they're talking about. So he, he was persistent, like some other youth have been in this house as well. And he would not pass it up. And I encourage anyone that your youth has come to you, just wait upon the Lord. He, he, God will tell you when time is right. Camden came to us and said he wanted to be baptized. I don't know how many times. But when his family came to me and said, we believe that he believes, I believe with them. Amen. Can I give you a little point of wisdom, though? None of us, no matter what age we are, the relationship with God is personal. And you have to believe based upon what you have seen. But only God knows the heart of everyone. Amen. Listen, Camden, I've got a certificate for you. I have a certificate for you that reads and says that you have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on this day. And uh, I would just tell you that if you have to show people that certificate, then you want to challenge yourself as to whether or not you're walking so that people might see the goodness of God in you. Amen. <laughs> he shook his head. <laughs> um, I spoke about we should train him up. And I want to actually have the parents to come up in just this moment. This, I, listen, this is out of the norm. I don't do this. Okay. But you see that book there? I want you to present it to Camden. You got anything you want to say to him? Uh, son, I present you with the uh, word of God. I want you, we're going to read it and we're going to study it and I want you to hide it in your heart. Okay. All right. Now, now y'all are my witnesses. I didn't tell him that he was going to read it to him, did it? Who said that they were going to read it? So it's better out not to make a promise and not keep it. You said it. I didn't. You gonna help him? You gonna help him? 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, here, 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 here's what I want you to do. Know that you are not alone, Camden. That you will always have your parents and most of all, God with you. And he will always keep you from hurt, harm, or danger. I want you and your parents to take the victory walk. I say to some of you, and I present to all of you, Camden, Kyrie, James, born again, Gentry. <laughs> we'll have our announcements now. Announcement. for today this is the month of february and we want to say happy birthday to everybody that's had a birthday and is having a birthday this month god is truly in the blessing business he didn't see fit to give you a day but he blessed you with you an entire year that is truly something to give god the glory for yes god hallelujah mass choir rehearsal will be on february the 22nd and the 29th at six o'clock p.m mass choir rehearsal put this on your calendar February the 22nd and the 29th at 6 o'clock p.m. so that way you can be present and accounted for okay okay uh, keep in mind that we always have our Wednesday evening Bible study and on Saturday mornings we have our prayer breakfast uh, call I would implore you if you've never been on either one of those two if the spirit moves you to be there and be connected, reach out to somebody if you need help getting on there. Um, it's a blessing when we can study one with another. And it's even a greater blessing when we can pray one for another as a family. Amen. March is our youth month. We will celebrate our youth, encourage and support them. Um, their theme is God Knows You, coming out of Jeremiah 1, 4 through 9. Amen. Amen. Got a card that says, thank you very much. Even though you didn't have to do it, you did it anyway, and it was much appreciated. Thank you for all your phone calls and prayers. Love, Tanya Pope. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing for her to be back in the house with us. Uh, we know that God is continually moving and healing. Amen. Amen. We ask that you continue to pray for Vandell Gentry's brother-in-law and uh, Octavius Taylor. The service will be here at the church Wednesday, February the 21st, 
2023 at 11 o'clock a.m. Continue to pray for the family and lift them up. Um, prayer is a powerful thing. Um, even if you can't be here physically, pray with them that they go through what they're going through, that God gives them the strength, the wisdom, and the knowledge and understanding to keep pressing on. Amen? Amen. Um, we also ask that you continue to pray for those that are sick and shut in. If there's anyone that you know of that's ailing, that's connected to this house, please let us know. I will say this. Unless we know, we don't know. We cannot be held responsible for what is not informed and told to us. You may know, but we as a body don't have a clue. So if you have to call the church, the number is 615-794-3037. Even if you have to leave a message, hey, just wanted you guys to know that such and such and so-and-so was dealing with it, going through whatever. That way we can be able to lift them up in prayer. Amen. We do ask that you continue to pray for the bereaved families of the Lee and the Patton family and any others that you may be uh, aware of. We are our brother's keeper. We should pray one for another. May God continue to richly bless you. Amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Don't forget to welcome Candom to the fold. Amen. through this week, Lord God, we ask that your love, your grace, and sweet communion of your Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth, now and forever. And the saints of God said in one voice,
is right fit for this song. Because I grew up in a, uh, a culture that it wasn't about the, the prettiness of your voice. Romans chapter 8 said with much moanings and groaning, you have to pull it out of your belly. When I go the chicken place, like Chad Newton,
Thursday. Thursday. I brought I somebody special in for this last song. Pastor Dorothy S. Glass is in the house. Now listen, there comes times in your life when things happen. You can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond. Tell somebody it's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Long as I know I got a seat in the kingdom. That's all right. Oh, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Just as long as I got a seat in the kingdom. That's all right. Oh, me. 